2: Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor.
1: And I'm your host, Alex Shapiro. What's going on with you, Elizabeth? What's new? We haven't talked because of the holiday.
2: We haven't talked because of the holiday. What's going on with me? Um, Girl, I'm just trying to get some heat on. (laughs) I haven't had heat for a week. We were talking about this. And, um... You know, I'm going to go ahead and blame that for the reason as to why I can't get my life together. I really, You know, I'm a person of routine.
1: I think that's fair. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) I like to just like have my routine and that's when I feel the most in control of everything. And I think because I haven't been able to just like get up, get in the shower, get my things going, that I've been a hot mess. But I'm trying to pull it together for the peoples. Today, I'm excited because we have a listener letter episode, which means that I just get to sit back and listen to you read me. Our beauty baddies letters how was your holiday how's everything with you
1: um it was good kyle and i went to florida to see his family mm-hmm. and we went to like kind of north in florida to his mom's cousin's house and she was so sweet her and her husband are so cute they had seven of us stay at their house Jesus. It's not a big house but they had so many beds because they just love hosting family mm-hmm. they live between florida and minnesota but anyway, I had never met the cousin's husband before. They're both boomers in their 60s. Kyle's cousin is in his 60s? No, it's Kyle's mom's cousin. Oh, OK, that makes sense. I don't even know. How do you describe that? It's like a second cousin. OK, so I had never met him. He grew up in Minnesota and loves to hunt. So I was like, oh, fucking God. <laughs> but he is. I've never met one before. I don't know if I've even really met a hunter, but he's a super liberal hunter. <laughs> That makes sense. Who's in his sixties?
2: Well, yeah, that tracks because I would imagine that a liberal hunter to me is somebody who like hunts but then uses like all the pieces of the animal. It's like the people at the meat hook. Yes,
1: I think most hunters. No, I shouldn't say most. I think a lot of hunters. You know, they love their guns. Mm. So there's that, well, and you that know, could that's play role hunt, in their politics. Just, like, punch a deer. you're using an arrow, bone arrow. <laughs> <laughs> punch it in their. Punch in their face. But I feel like, you know, they love their guns and that can play a big role in like how they feel politically. Mm -hmm. But he told me that he both his grandfather and his father taught him how to hunt at a really young age. And he said that his dad, I think when he was like seven, taught him like you hunt for sustenance. You do not hunt for fun. You hunt for food or if there is an animal that is, you know, a threat at that moment. Mm hmm. Other than that, you never shoot Hmm. for fun. You know, you're not like killing animals for trophy ever. Right. And it was just really interesting talking to him and he believes in climate change. I was like, wow, this is so refreshing because most boomers that I know are not on the same page. Yeah. And um, yeah, they were so cool. And we had burgers one night and they were like, oh, this is from like we bought half of a cow from a farm and they butchered it for us. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow.
2: Wait, how many are they that they bought half a cow to get butchered?
1: It's just them two. I mean, they froze. They froze it all.
2: I mean, that's like a year's worth of meat, I feel like, for them. For like half a cow for two people.
1: I don't know if it was just them or they split it with family. I'm not sure.
2: I love that. That's really awesome.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. And they have a garden. And we went out on their little boat, which was really nice. We looked for manatees. This is my second time swimming through a fucking freshwater spring to find manatees. And there were none. There was one. I saw one. That's incredible. There's supposed to be a bunch.
2: Okay, but I've never seen any manatees in real life. And aren't they like the, the mermaids of the ocean manatees? <laughs> I've never heard that. Why is that really funny? I don't know. Because, they, because they're sea cows, because they're huge. Sea cows. Yeah, right. But I hear that that's what like drunken sailors back in the day, that's what they thought were
1: mermaids. They all were making out with manatees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like it's more like... In probably, you know, like at sunset in the distance if you're drunk off beer and you're like, you know, probably like saltwater sick or whatever. Like, you know, you've been in the sun all day. Why have I never heard this? That's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really beautiful. So that's how that's why I think it's so great, because you're such like a gentle creature, Shapiro. I feel like you're like a like a real life mermaid. I'm a manatee. You're a manatee. <laughs> I'm a fucking manatee. Yeah, I do. I imagine you like a manatee in a wig. It's just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. um It was really nice though. This freshwater springs amazing. This is the same one we went to a few years ago and tried to look for the manatees. But yeah, it's just really nice. That's awesome. It's really nice to be on a boat. I love being on the water because I'm a Pisces. Yeah, because you're a mermaid. Because I'm a mer- ma- manatee mermaid. You're a
2: manatee mermaid, and that's my
1: Shapiro. That's me. Um, that's pretty much it. They had a hot tub at their house and I was just in the hot tub all the time Ooh. and drinking. I don't know if that's like a good combo, but no, they say like if, I mean, obviously we're not at a hotel, but you know, whenever you go to a
2: hotel and it's just like, do not mix alcoholic beverages yeah. in the hot tub.
1: I was very dehydrated by the end of this trip. <laughs> Wonder why. But you know what, Shapiro,
2: you're your own person. Can't nobody hold a Shapiro down. She's a manatee.
1: <laughs> wow, I feel so like I mean, honestly, you know what? I do feel like I could compare myself to manatees. To they're be beautiful. <laughs> What's why <laughs> you they're like enough? one of the ugliest animals? I feel like no, they're not. Okay,
2: I hate that you're saying this because
1: you—they're like ugly cute. Yeah,
2: I mean, what? Because they don't have hair? They do have hair, probably. They're probably mammals. I imagine that they're not fish. Are the manatees mammals? I'm pretty sure. You see, there you go. So first of all, they're one of us. So why are you talking shit about us? Number two,
1: I feel like um, they're just like cute. My friend Ashley, her husband is obsessed with manatees. You see, he's in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's his way of being like, I actually love mermaids. (laughs) Um, But that was my trip in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. I love this. That sounds great. That sounds really, really nice. And it's just nice having people cook for me every day. That's
2: oh delightful. God, yes. I love having people cook for me. It doesn't happen often enough. And mm. I just like need that more in my life. Wait, did you do anything for the holiday? Uh no, for the holiday, I was supposed to make it upstate, and then I ended up not making it for like a variety of reasons that like we'll get into another time. But um yeah, so I just stayed in the city, chilled out. It was I nice. love being
1: here for Thanksgiving.
2: I know, it was really nice. It was super relaxing. And then it turns out the day after
1: Thanksgiving is immediately Christmas truly wait did you see the meme I think it was on TikTok I don't even know but it was like holidays in the city are great because New York becomes black again for a little bit because like everyone leaves (laughs) (laughs) all the transplants leave to go home for the holidays I thought that was hilarious (laughs) and accurate is that
2: racist
1: (laughs) it might be a little bit no it was like people rejoicing (laughs) oh that's so great Black people leave the city, too. I mean, the person who posted it had the intention of being like, this is fucking great. No, I get it. That's I get how it. I read I it.
2: It. I it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, I think, my, I think about my Shapiro. I'm like, but Shapiro's from Queens. Yeah, but... Nora from Queens is from Queens. And usually I'm here.
1: Yeah. But it's because I married some guy... From the South.
2: Okay, that's very funny. I just think it's... Because to me, New York is, like, way more than the rest of this country, a true melting pot of just, like, different cultures and different people that come together to make, like, a New York. So I'm just pushing back a little bit. You're not I wrong. I don't think that New York is black. I think that black culture is... New York culture.
1: I think it was just a joke. It was just a joke. It
2: was just a joke. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But I'm pushing back against that joke because I think that um that's one of the things I love about as a black person who is fourth generation a New Yorker. I think one of the best things about New York is that it's greater than just being black people, is that it's like everybody and like Aww. we're all here together. Being fucking New Yorkers.
1: It is amazing. Legit. It is amazing. Oh my God. Wait, we went to this little fair in Florida and it was all just like mostly middle-aged white people and there's this one person wearing this like lime green suit and Kyle's like whoa they're really standing out and I'm like that person lives in Bushwick and they're home for the holiday yes yes (laughs) and I did not say it to be funny I think I'm right
2: I think that you're right too and I'll take that joke more that the people from Bushwick that are home for the holidays like that's more of a dispersal I think <laughs> then it's just that New York is black again.
1: One thousand percent. That's really funny. Yeah, I'm like I love I love this person right now. Shapiro,
2: um, do you have anybody that you'd like to nominate this week for the Bad Bitch Almanac?
1: Um, yes, one of my favorite actors, Natasha Lyonne. Mm. I love her. Me too. Um, I especially love her because she is a New York City Jew. Yes. She lived on Long Island for, I think, the first like seven or eight years of her life. She lived on Long Island in like a very Jewish neighborhood, not far from where I grew up. Mm -hmm. She also is just really, I feel like she's lived like 25 lives. But actually, when I looked it up, she's only in her early 40s. So she's not that much older than us. Mm Mm-mm. Not not saying she looks old, but I just feel like she's done a lot. (laughs) Like in her career. Yes. She has come back from lots of health problems, a heroin addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, she's just I feel like she's a bad bitch. Also, her grandfather during the war, her grandfather, who is Jewish, hid in Budapest and faked being a non Jew working at a factory. And that's how he survived the Holocaust. Wow. Which is just very intense. Mm -hmm. Um, She also didn't graduate high school. She left to go attend a film program at NYU at Tisch. And I guess there was some agreement that she could graduate high school by completing her first year at Tisch. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, but just who is she, I wonder, to have had that opportunity given to her? You'd also think
1: she's like 70 because you'd be like, well, back in the day, they just let you do that. Um, Her dad is involved in like new york city politics so okay, who knows so there you
2: go that's yeah answer, maybe
1: <laughs> but anyway she never graduated because she left the she left the program mm-hmm. because she wasn't able to pay the tuition so oh. actually so we don't know but yeah she's a cool gal and i feel like gosh she's been in so many things what what's your favorite movie of hers do you have one? Ooh,
2: it's not a movie but i love her in russian doll i loved russian <gasps> doll
1: that was so good. I
2: actually need to see the second season. I just thought that it was such an interesting concept. And, you know, I'm all about multiple dimensions. And mm-hmm. she brought back the curly-haired bang and the... Yes. Yes. And, like, bringing the curls into multiple dimensions, I guess. I don't know. She's just is such a style icon. You're absolutely right. She's such a baddie. She's a style icon. She's a New Yorker. She's got that great fucking voice. That gravelly voice. Um, that, that was a terrible... Ugh, accent.
1: That was no, terrible... I- Bryn no, portion. I think it was great. Okay. Thank I think it was so great. <laughs> but I, I think listeners, if you've never seen a movie that she's in, I would say, but I'm a cheerleader for sure. Mm-hmm. I would say Slums of Beverly Hills. I've
2: never seen either of these.
1: Oh my God. i going to watch them. Oh my God. These are like 90s, just amazing movies. They're sitting on my Hulu
2: for sure. They're definitely already on my list. I've just haven't gotten around to them.
1: Need to watch. I'm going to. Um. And I think just from watching those, you'll understand why I love her so much. Mm -hmm. She's just great. So I hope that everyone can get really into Natasha Leone.
2: Well, Natasha Leone, welcome to the Bad Bitch Almanac. Welcome. We need a little (laughs) cheer section after that. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: do. (laughs) No, we fucking do. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing with us. I can't believe you haven't seen But I'm a Cheerleader. I'm surprised by that. But I know how you are with movies. The same as me. But you'll like it. I'm going to watch it. I'll, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Ooh, I've got some ice cream. I've got my <gasps> Van
2: Lewins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Do it. Um, well, Shapiro, I love that your first introduction to the Bad Bitch Almanac was a New Yorker. Duh. I love that mine first was a New Yorker. Duh. And I'm just excited to keep like learning about all these awesome women and like share our stories about why we stand these bitches and yeah, just celebrate and give our flowers to these incredible women who have come before us that have made everything that you and I do possible.
1: I 1000% agree. Hmm. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll be answering your listener letters. It's your listener letters. I was hoping you'd do that song. I
2: love that song, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is so hard. We're coming up to the end of the year. Y'all had a crazy year too, right? Alex and I were just talking about this. Hardest year of my life, most rewarding, definitely the hardest. And you know what? Life doesn't come with the user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. I literally was begging Vala last week to take me back in the new year. She said, of course, Elizabeth. And I said, thank you so much. I miss you. I think about you every day. It's kind of weird, but it's really for the best. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online.
1: I have used therapy to do many things, but especially to help me with coping skills, whether that's coping with trauma that I've experienced, whether it's coping with just adult life experiences that come up day to day. And my therapist has really helped me with that, whether it's helping me with breathing techniques or how to address certain situations with certain people. I really feel so much more empowered And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com com slash truebeauty. That's help,
0: com slash truebeauty. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe, dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda,
1: All right. We are back with some listener letters. Thank you to everyone who has written in or who has ever written in. We love reading your letters. We
2: love reading your letters. Sorry to cut you off, Shapiro. It's just that I was saying to Alex, like, I'm so proud of the beauty baddies. You guys are just the most empathetic, caring, smart, you know, community oriented bad bitches, Just, I'm just so proud of you guys. Like, you know, our prison reform episode, I've already heard from so many people how much they loved it, how much it touched them, how much they didn't realize, you know, what it is that we're doing over here on our little show, how great our community is, how great our listeners are. And yeah, we just love, love, love hearing from you, especially because I said it before, I'll say it again. We started making the show for us. We continue to make the show for you guys. So like, you need to write us in. Let us know what you think about all of our episodes. Let us know any of your questions. We're here for it. We're here for y'all. So this
1: first listener letter is from April and April writes, Hey, OG beauty baddies. I've struggled with my lips for quite some time now. They're easily chapped and I feel like I am simply addicted to applying lip balm. I've used a bunch of different brands, including the PCA hyaluronic acid lip booster, which feels nice, but I don't know if it's actually helping my lips long term. I started doing a little research and was reading that the skin on our lips is different because there's no hair follicles and a thinner barrier. How do we properly treat the skin on our lips so it's healthy and not in need of lip balm all day long? Love your show and can't wait to hear your new episodes as soon as they come out. <laughs> Thanks for all the work you do. It's priceless. April. Um, okay. I feel like there's a few things to say here about lip health. What I say just in general is to clients a lot of the time. There's so many things. But a big thing is eating healthy fats is huge for keeping your skin hydrated if you want to wait internally to help that. So think like things that have omega-3s like nuts or maybe fresh fish. Do I know the science behind that? Not entirely, but from research that I have read, it makes total sense to me. So that's a little tidbit. And drinking water. I know for myself, I can tell when my lips are really dry, like when they're starting to look scary, it always, always is because I'm not drinking enough water. Or maybe I like drank some alcohol the night before and not drink, not drinking enough water. Huge, huge, especially that like mucus, your lips are a mucus membrane. And yeah, there's no oil.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree, Alex. One is like, Drinking water, staying hydrated, I should say, because sometimes water isn't enough to hydrate us. Like you can drink tons of water and still be dehydrated. So we have to get our hydration in different ways. So definitely drinking green juices, like drinking different vegetable juices, drinking green juice, if you can, eating leafy greens, all the things that are just going to like add to our hydration uh, period. The other thing is as we age, I think that a lot of it is also Locking in the moisture that we already have, not losing what little moisture we have in our poor little lips. So, you know, we're moving into winter now. I mean, we're basically in winter. We're talking about in our last episode, in our winterized skin episode, we were talking about all of the ways that like the heat, um, either electric or steam heat, is kind of like drying out our skin. And I would say that in addition to it drying out our skin, like we need to lock our moisture in. And so, Alex, I hope that you have something else to recommend because one of my dear friends just told me how terrible petroleum is for us, period. Like mineral oils, Mm -hmm. petroleum jelly, all these things. But the one reason that it's great is because it creates a barrier from losing all of that shit. Like, you know, if you are a person of color, if you black, I know your auntie is like, I just use Vaseline and it's great. And I feel nice and glowing and I've never had any problems. And it's probably because auntie had decent skin enough that like the Vaseline that they put on doesn't actually moisturize their skin. It doesn't actually hydrate their skin, but it stops them from losing the oils as they age. Because as we age, as you were saying, April, like we're losing hydration constantly. So we're trying to keep what little bit we have. And so this is the first time that I realized like, oh, this is why people... Stan Vaseline because Vaseline will keep your shit in. And even more so is it's going to stop losing what little water we have. So what we were saying before is the reason that we become so dehydrated, our skin becomes so dehydrated during the winter is that when the wind blows, it evaporates what little water we have left on our skin. And so in that same idea, when we're going outside and we have nothing against the wind uh, on our lips, what little hydration we have is just getting like completely evaporated from those the poor little mucus membranes (laughs) as Alex was just saying that are our lips so if you put something like Vaseline on it it's gonna stop the air from being able to evaporate that and it's gonna allow you to just like hold on to what you have like I just said petroleum jelly is so fucking bad for the earth it's so bad for us in large quantities which because everything that we do is the cumulative amount of product that we're putting on I really want to find a a better alternative to petroleum jelly, but like, aside from the PCA, Hyaluronic Acid Lip Booster, that's, I hate to say it, but that's really long term, like the best solution that i found.
1: Yeah. For me, I really like Image. They make a lip balm. Mm, they do. And it's really good. It's also really nice. Yeah. And it's half the price of the PCA, even though I really love the PCA, though.
2: I think that that one has petroleum jelly in it. It Image. definitely does. Yeah, it
1: definitely does. Whereas the, the PCA
2: doesn't. I will say that it doesn't have petroleum jelly in it. It doesn't have mineral oh, oil in it.
1: I thought that it did.
2: They don't use mineral oils in their products.
1: <gasps> right. OK, mm-hmm. so it is
2: a great option. So it's a really great option.
1: Well, it's funny you haven't thought of this because you're the one who taught this to me, but using raw honey. I was going to
2: say this also. I know. I love it. Because you know what? You can't leave the house with raw honey like on your lips.
1: Yeah, you're true. right. It's
2: a great like in-house I mean, mask or like an overnight mask. Mm-hmm. I've tried, girl. You know that i tried to leave the house like, <laughs> like with just raw honey on my lips. You're like, what? It's lip gloss. Exactly. It looks very, if nothing else, just sexual. <laughs> it just looks like wild. <laughs> so I have like this super... I mean, you all know what honey on your lips could look like. It looks crazy. But you're absolutely right. Raw honey, but honestly, any kind of honey on your lips. If you wake up, if you use this as an overnight mask, the next day you're going to wake up and it's just like the softest, most hydrated lips you'll ever imagine. Honey has really incredible natural enzymes, but it also has so much water. There's so much water in honey. Your lips are going to love it. You can put it on your feet. You can put it anywhere. It's really, really incredible. And then the other thing, of course, is vegetable glycerin. But vegetable glycerin is difficult because even though when it's occlusive, when we're talking to you about your lips, like you're always licking your lips. And so I guess that's really what I'm thinking of, like with honey, especially like because you're always licking your lips, you kind of end up eating it off. And the good thing about petroleum, I hate to keep bringing this back. we got to find a better option. I'm just keeping it real. This is the first time in my life that I've ever been like Vaseline is great.
1: Oh my god. You saying I'm keeping it real. I watched Clueless on the fucking plane. Cause I'm keeping it real. Cause I'm keeping it real.
2: <laughs> it's true. So if anybody wants to write us in and tell us about a better alternative, I would love that. I tried the Walita, the skin food. It's fine. It's fine.
1: I like that one because it's inexpensive.
2: It's inexpensive. It doesn't have petroleum jelly. It doesn't have any mineral oil. So it's great. But is it the same? You know what I do want to try? Maybe I'll buy this is waxeline. Have you tried that before, Alex? No, what is that? It's a natural version of petroleum jelly, but I've never tried it myself, but I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, I'll look that up and order some. Okay, so the other thing that I do like to use is the bioderm, the atoderm. <laughs> is that how you say it? I think so. Atoderm. The atoderm. Well, because it's like A-T-O-derm. So it's not going to be The atoderm. The atoderm. Stick levre. It's an ultra moisturizing chapstick. It's great. I don't think, let me look right now. I'm pretty positive. Oh no, it does the first ingredient is mineral oil. Damn. It's really unfortunate. It's the best for keeping in what you need to keep in. Mm. Please let us know, people, if there's something better, because mineral oil is so bad for you. It's so bad for the environment. And I would love to recommend something that
1: isn't that. I want to go live on a farm in the middle of nowhere and be kind to the earth. You're still going to need Vaseline, girl, <laughs> even in the middle of nowhere. No, I'll probably do some like old farmer thing, like rub cow shit on my lips or something.
2: <laughs> I think that that's when like they just use beeswax, probably, which if you're going to write a yeah. sentence and just say beeswax, like, duh. Not duh, but like duh. Like, like duh. I mean, because like, you duh. know, y'all know us. We've been on the commune. We know about the beeswax. I want to know like the new hotness. <laughs> Tell me about the new hotness that's keeping everybody's lips delicious. Okay. Actually, there is one more new hotness that I'm going to shout out. And it is the PCA overnight lip mask. And mm-hmm. it's actually really nice. And this is what I've been using. And honestly, Alex, this is hilarious because it really does have the consistency of honey. Like if you look at it, it's basically honey and it's the same idea in that like I can put it on during the day, but it doesn't protect the way that Vaseline does because it ends up being evaporated mm-hmm. or or absorbed one or the other. So this is a really nice alternative. It is quite lovely. I'm putting it on right now. Keeps everything nice and soft, but it's not any Vaseline.
1: Yeah, I want to get that, though. It sounds nice. It's
2: quite nice. April, I got
1: one more thing to say to you.
2: I got one more thing. I got one more thing for you, girl. <laughs>
1: you got to exfoliate
2: your lips. We can't forget about exfoliating our lips the way we exfoliate the rest of our body. But you've got to use something like you can literally just take granulated sugar and add that to like a little bit of coconut oil. And you just want to do a good scrub to get off like all the excess skin so that, again, all of like the good stuff can soak in.
1: Mm. Smart, smart, smart. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. Hi, I loved your episode about winterizing skin. I'm born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is a horrible place to be when you dread winter and suffer seasonal depression. I love fall, but it's a battle knowing winter's around the corner. I feel you. That is how I feel about fall. People are like, I love fall. I'm like, no, I can't love it that much because I know winter is coming. (laughs) I love having products that I look forward to switching when the seasons change. Just having something I'm excited about. This person uses so many exclamation points and I feel like I'm not doing
2: millennial. (laughs) I'm not doing
1: the exclamation points justice. True millennial. Just having something I'm excited about. I'm sending my favorite winter oil made by a local Minneapolis baddie. Also, I remember y'all talking about a great humidifier you both use in an early episode. If you think of what kind it is, will you send it, please? Yes, of course. I was going to say that, too, for the lip situation. Humidifier really helps if your home is dry. It's the Levoit. L-O-V-O-I-T. They make a few different ones. I have a friend who has a different model than what we have. It's a less expensive one. And she said it still works great. Mm. I think it's better for, like, a smaller room. But... um. We have these high New York City ceilings. Yeah.
2: And also it's like if you really wanted to do like your whole apartment, it's like exactly a little one is going to do just the room. But I've got two going in my apartment.
1: Yeah. I need to get a second. Something else that I thought of that's important about winterizing is winterizing your mental health, getting your right amount of vitamin D, getting a light box if you have bad seasonal depression and making your space cozy and warm. With salt lamps, blankets, places to lay in the sun with your cat, LOL. That's, That's very cute. cute. I guess you don't live somewhere where there's tons of buildings so that you only get a very little bit of sun. Um, <laughs> I also stock hand and foot warmers and other supplies in my car. I know y'all don't drive in NYC to offer folks who are houseless ETC. How sweet is that? I love that you said ETC. ETC? <laughs>
2: Sorry. ETC? That's really, really kind. Very kind. This is what I'm talking about. The beauty baddies are the
1: kindest, most
2: empathetic baddies out there.
1: But wow, I've come into contact now with two Minnesota people who just like <laughs> proved me wrong about the Midwest. I need to stop being such a stuck up New Yorker. Also, Kyle's second cousin or whatever, he's never been to New York. And he was like, do you want to live there forever? Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, listen, it's a disease. It's bad. <laughs> OK, that's all. Love y'all and always have so much to say to you in my head. So trying to actually send some of my thoughts.
2: She's so sweet.
1: So, so sweet. Um, That's really, really nice. And actually, Kyle and I do have a car, but I, I, I don't say that it's our car. It's Kyle's car. I have nothing to do with it. I don't deal with alternate side parking. I don't pay for that shit. <laughs> it is definitely a luxury to have a car in New York City. Uh-huh. So anytime Kyle feels like, oh, I don't have enough money, I'm like, it's because you have a car here and you don't need one. So there's that.
2: So that's your problem, buddy. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Not that I don't get some benefits of the car, but it's good for him for like going surfing.
2: Shapiro, don't drive. Shapiro, passenger, that's number one.
1: Yeah, I don't drive. I just don't. I don't need to. Living somewhere where you don't need to is a blessing. It really is. Because, okay, when we were in Florida, one of Kyle's family members, their car broke down. And I was like, gosh, my life is so much less stressful than this person. Yeah. Because I don't have to worry about that.
2: What do you mean, just paying a mortgage and a half in rents each month? is so much less stress than
1: fixing a car. I mean, at least it's like you pay the money. You know what I mean? We had to like leave the car on the side of the road. It was a whole situation. Dude,
2: that's why I sold my car. That's why I had to sell the car. I was just like, this is so yeah. stressful. Just having a car, having a car in New York is very stressful. You're right. You're a hundred percent correct.
1: Oh my God. Kyle and I now, when we go to my parents on Long Island, we just take the train. It's like not worth driving because of traffic. And the second we're in the car, Kyle's yelling at somebody Yeah. Like within two to three minutes. Yeah. So I really loved the idea of like winterizing your mental health. I think that's really nice. And yeah, really important to get vitamin D. I think I've said this before. I'm not like a lot of other estheticians. I believe that we need sunlight in very small amounts. (laughs) But yeah, when I'm out in the sun, of course, I have sunscreen on. I've talked about the app that I use, Deminder, where it will tell you based on the UV index of where you are, like how long you can safely be without sunscreen, Mm-hmm. It's never very long. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just 10 minutes, but it is important for synthesizing vitamin D. Totally. With that said, I was on a boat this week and I had a towel wrapped around me. I had a hat on and sunglasses because I was way more than 10 minutes of being in the sun.
2: Um, Y'all know that I'm a vitamin pusher. A hundred percent.
1: I just ordered more Solgar. You'll be so,
2: so happy. Ah, I am so proud of you. I can't believe that. I forgot to talk about this and I'm so happy. Um, I forgot the listener's name who sent this in. Oh, double slice 2 double slice studio <laughs> 2.0 <laughs> I was so happy when I read this email because you're 100% correct one I'm a huge vitamin pusher vitamin D if you're from the anywhere from the African diaspora I swear We are naturally vitamin D deficient. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Don't quote me on that. That's just something that I've come to find out throughout my my own life and also through like just speaking with a lot of different, you know, Latinas and black people, period, people from the African diaspora, as I said. We need vitamin D. We are supposed to naturally be getting more sunlight than we do here. And so we absolutely need to, for our mental health, just be taking more vitamin D. I'm also a huge proponent of B-Complex. I take B-Complex 100. I've recommended this to a lot of people and they'll come back and be like, girl, you're crazy. That feels like way too much caffeine (laughs) because for me, I'm a stoner. What can I say? I need more energy. But B-Complex is all of your B vitamins, folic acid, biotin, B6, B12, all of your Bs. One is... I started taking it because I wanted to get my hair to grow. My hair is literally past my belly button now. But also, even more so than that is I feel incredible. I feel like I have energy. I feel... I remember the first time I took B-Complex, and it was almost like going from black and white to seeing in color. I couldn't believe that I felt so different. Um, so if you're having any kind of energy issues, definitely check that out. And uh, one of the other letters that we're going to talk about is um, one of our other friends who is also a vitamin pusher and how great one of uh, our listeners is doing from using her supplements. But supplement, supplement, supplement. I spoke with somebody once and this was just it just seemed very elitist (laughs) in a certain way. I was just talking about vitamins and how important they are and how I supplement. And she was like, you know, I prefer to get all of my vitamins from food. And I was like, good for you. so you what so you're not American first of all because y'all know that the food that they're giving us is trying to kill us. <laughs> it's not ripe with nutrients unfortunately.
1: Also we work a lot like I cooked three separate meals last night because it was my only time to cook. Dude,
2: I'm really proud of you. I wish that
1: I could cook even one meal a day. I cook like breakfast and that's it. Imagine an ADHD brain cooking three things. (laughs) The fact that everything came out okay is just fucking shocking.
2: Yeah, I know what it's like, because that's my life every single day. And it's like it's just so it was just very obnoxious to me to be like, oh, I get all I prefer to get all my food from diets from like my diet. I just think that that's really obnoxious and like really ridiculous because... There are very few of us who are fortunate enough to, one, exactly what you said, Alex, like have the time to eat all the time Two to have the opportunity to eat like only non-processed foods, only fresh fruits and vegetables and like also the most uh, potent fruits and vegetables. And once you start to cook all your fruits and vegetables, you start to lose nutrients anyway. So whatever. Just like. Don't be an elitist. (laughs) Don't tell people how to get their vitamins. Totally.
1: Sometimes you don't have money to make anything more than pasta with sauce. Yes. Listen, like, that's just how life is sometimes. Unfortunately, it's fucked up. But like... That comment is just so unrelatable. Yeah, it was really, really
2: obnoxious. I think so also. And also like as a pretty, you know, standard American, I was eating like decently. Was I eating like the greatest? No, but was I eating decently? Yes. I just like my body doesn't create the same amount of nutrients as other people. Like I'm naturally anemic, do you know? So like I just need more of that hemoglobin. I need more iron. I just need more things to be able to function at a normal level. And so- A hundred percent what you're saying, studio 2.0, your mental (laughs) health, especially during the winter, is so important to take care of. I love this idea of having like a little room where you can just get some sun. I definitely need to find that in my, oh my God, I'm going to do my little closet.
1: I've got the perfect little spot. What Kyle will do, and I'm not saying that I recommend this at all because in fact I don't, but... (laughs) But I get it. And it makes sense is he'll, he'll only do it a couple times in the winter. And for like, I think five or six minutes, but he'll go to a tanning booth because mm-hmm. he gets really bad seasonal depression and he swears by it. He'll only yeah. do it when once it gets like really bad. Yeah, he'll go buy like a three pack. And then it's like, I hope no one sees me coming out of this tanning salon. Yeah, my dad got a happy lamp. We have one of those and he actually sent me one. Yeah. I need to
2: get another one. Um, but he's the one who, who first told me, he was like, yeah, you're probably, I remember it was one year, maybe five, probably closer to seven years ago. I just like could not get out of bed around November. And it was no matter, like, I just couldn't get out of bed. And he was just like, yeah, you have serious vitamin D deficiency. You're definitely seasonally depressed. And that's when I first got my little mental health happy box with like a light, a happy lamp, <laughs> some vitamin D and just that's like so started cute. to get my life together.
1: Yeah. I also just want to add that vitamin D is also good for your joint health, your bone health, your immune system. It's totally so important. And I know like I follow some estheticians on Instagram who are very, very strict about sunscreen, like and they also are not people who ever are like hanging outside They don't Mm. do they don't like, you know, like sunny summertime activities, I guess the most depressed people ever. Jeez, I I guess they just really don't want to be in the sun. And I am the opposite where I walk into the sun. Like, let's say I go on vacation in the wintertime to someplace warm. I feel like I could cry. I'm so happy. Yeah. (laughs) Every New Yorker feels feels
2: like that. The first beautiful day in February when we get that weird, like two days of beautiful weather, we're all just like, oh, my God, life's going to be okay. Life is
1: going to be fine We're going to make it <laughs> But let me tell you It makes me appreciate The summer months so much mm. Having these shit months Not me <laughs> Not me
2: Because the summer's Trying to kill me girl Yeah the you hate that shit just, I can't I can't I can't
1: survive I know I can't survive But that's alright Um. Anyway Thanks for writing in Let's go to our next letter So this next letter Was actually sent to Sally from Crushed Tonic She was on an earlier episode with her brand Crush Tonic, which is a collagen supplement brand, and it's Mm -hmm. awesome. Elizabeth and I both love it. So this listener said, hi, I just want to email to thank you for your product. I've been using it for a year now, and besides seeing all the positive changes in my skin, hair, and nails, what really shocked me was it cleared up my very bad dandruff that I had had for a decade I used to have to use prescription topical meds that only worked if I continuously used it, but as soon as I took a break, my thick, flaky dandruff would immediately return. About two weeks after starting to use your product, I'd heard about it on the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast, my dandruff was all but gone and my scalp was healthy and thriving. I haven't had to use any RX products since and no longer have to worry about being annoyed with and embarrassed by my dandruff. So I just wanted to say thank you so very much.
2: Yes! How cool. How cool is that? That's incredible. Okay. We're again, we're going to say it again. We are such, I'll say it for myself. I'm such a supplement pusher. I'm such a vitamin pusher and seeing stories like this, seeing this letter is the best. It's just like, This is a perfect example. It's kind of like why I started taking vitamin B complex. I started taking B complex because I wanted my hair to grow. But then the side effects were all of the other incredible health benefits that came with just taking care of my body, just giving my body the nutrients that it needed. And this is so dope. This is so dope. I loved seeing this letter.
1: Me too. And I think also it's a great testament to the fact that skin issues... Scalp issues, it's all very complicated and it all needs to be at least partially treated from within most of the time. Yes. It cannot just be topical. Totally. And I think this is, yeah, a good way to show that.
2: A great way to show that. And also... Yeah, it's just, you know, we all want these things. We want shiny hair. We want these strong, beautiful nails. We want clear skin. And Alex, you just said it perfectly. Like, we can do everything topically, but it's really, like, you have to be doing the inner work. The inner work. Well, the spiritual work, too. But you have to be taking care of yourself on the inside. What does your insides look like? Your insides can't look like Doritos, and you want to have beautiful, clear skin. Like, it just can't be 100% Doritos and... and, You know, Mountain Dew. <laughs> like when I when I wake up
1: with a huge pimple on my forehead and I'm like, oh, it's because I had actually Cool Ranch Doritos and wine for dinner the night before or two nights before. Legit. Or whenever. I,
2: I love ice cream. <laughs> I love Van Leeuwen's ice cream so fucking bad. It's delicious. Too. It's, so it's like creamy. the only ice cream
1: I actually care about.
2: Yes. And do you know what? It it's so like true cream and true milk that the next day my skin looks like trash. Like straight. Trash yeah. from the sugar and the cream and the milk, and it's delicious. But I also know that, like, my body doesn't like it,
1: I don't like it. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, also, I don't know if Van Leeuwen is sold like nationwide I don't or think that it is, worldwide or what, but if you can get your hands on some Van Leeuwen, it's not cheap, it's definitely the bougie ice cream, but it is so. So fucking good.
2: Oh, whenever Cheyenne comes to town, I have some like waiting for her in the freezer.
1: That's very cute. Yeah. They make really good vegan flavors, too. They do. When I want to avoid dairy.
2: That's a good point, because whenever I talk about this, people are like, well, why don't you just have the vegan? I'm like, why don't you just mind your own business? I didn't tell you this. The vegan (laughs) ones
1: are actually really good, but there's still lots of sugar. So it's like if that's fucking with your skin.
2: But whatever. It's okay to have a pimple here and there. Exactly. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it for some delicious Earl Grey Van Lewins. That's right. I said Earl Grey. I'm an auntie. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I really want tea flavored ice cream. You really are. <laughs> oh my God. The other day I realized that my body is just legit becoming like Linda Belcher's, just like <laughs> pear shapes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like totally pear shapes, like just like thickums on the bottom. And it's like kind of sexy, but it's a little just like, all right. So here I am comfortably in, in my mid 30s
1: it's cool that's really funny i mean (laughs) linda belcher i love her
2: yeah i mean i'm not mad at her
1: that's hilarious named my body type after her as a matter of fact (laughs) (laughs) linda belcher body
2: linda belcher body
1: so we have one more letter from emily Emily says, hi, I have a question for a potential listener letter episode. First of all, I just want to say this is my favorite podcast. It is truly the perfect combination of learning, humor, and wokeness that always makes me feel good. My question has to do with waiting in between applying products for my facial skincare routine. For background, I have oily skin and clogged, enlarged pores, and my skincare goals have to do with clearing, minimizing my pores, while keeping skin hydrated and protected from the sun. Most mornings, I use Paula's Choice Clear Cleanser, followed by Paula's Choice 2% BHA Liquid Exfoliant, then moisturizer if I feel I need it. And lastly, SPF. I've read that I might need to wait 30 minutes after the exfoliant to apply moisturizer or SPF. Is this true? And if so, why? Why? Lastly, I want to say that you've mentioned your listener letter episodes are the least popular, but I love them. Keep them coming. Thanks for everything you do, Emily. Emily! Also, this isn't the last one. This is the second to last one. (laughs) Um, Okay, number one, where did you read this? Did it come from the company? If the company tells you to wait 30 minutes, I would. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling that's not where it came from.
2: Came from TikTok.
1: (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) I feel like it's always effective to wait in between steps Mm. a little bit not that I've never waited 30 minutes I my brain wouldn't be able to handle that I'd never remember to put the moisturizer SPF on also I do that as like one of the last things before I leave so I've never used the I know I have a lot of clients who use the two percent BHA liquid Mm -hmm. the ingredients look really nice Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what it feels like on the skin I'm assuming it's maybe a little bit tacky is my guess which would lead me to believe like, sure, put it on, let it set a little bit, let it sink in a little before you put on your moisturizer and or SPF. Mm -hmm. I don't personally feel like you should have to wait 30 minutes. What do you think?
2: I I just don't see that being realistic. No, I don't think it's realistic. What I would say is, and maybe I'm not trying to say that you didn't hear what you heard correctly, but what sounds more correct is to wait 15 to 30 minutes in between putting on your SPF and going outside that makes more sense. Yes, because like it takes time, I guess for, I don't know why actually (laughs) I was going to say it takes time for it to be activated. I don't know. That's what sunscreen bottles always say. Yes, 15 minutes before. Yeah, mm -hmm. before going into the sun. So I think that that makes more sense. I would say to make sure that everything is dry. Like I'll honestly like have a fan and I'll just sit there and like fan everything so that it's like at least not tacky because then oftentimes it'll start to pill if you put too much product on it once. Like it won't actually um, absorb into your skin. It'll sort of start to pill and roll off, which is really, annoying. But um, I would say one is girl always use a moisturizer. I know that people say like, oh, sometimes I don't think that I need a moisturizer. But the reason that you're using a moisturizer is because we want you to rebalance your skin after you change the pH, especially if you're using something like a BHA, you're definitely changing the pH of your skin because that's how the BHA is working. Um, And so we just want to rebalance your skin so that you don't damage it any further and that you don't impair your barrier. Right. Because once your barrier is impaired, then everything's going to go to shit. So I would say one is always use a moisturizer. But two, I think that maybe unless what Alex was saying is true and that it says to wait 30 minutes before putting on your moisturizer and SPF. I feel like maybe you heard it incorrectly in that it's waiting 30 minutes after applying your SPF before going outside.
1: Emily, thank you for those really kind words, by the way. That was really sweet. But we have one more letter. It's a quick, it's a quickie. It's from one of my favorite listeners. He always, me too.
2: I know he's, he's one of our top listeners, period. He's always like commenting, always shouting us out, leaving reviews. Dr. Johnson, this one's for you.
1: Okay. Dr. Johnson writes, oh my God, my Cental 33 came in and I just died and went to heaven. This is one of the best smells I've ever come across. Thank you so much. I found my small and everyone is going to be so jealous. Is that supposed I to be supposed I found be my smell? smell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this some term the kids are using? <laughs> Thank you so much. I found my smell and everyone is going to be so jealous. I knew it was going to smell good, but not this good. Best purchase of 2022. I can't stop smelling myself. I love that for you. I wonder if you got a sample size or if you just went ahead and bought the full thing, even though you had never smelled it before.
2: Ooh, I wonder too, if you went ahead and I spent to- $220 on a smell that you'd never smelled before, Dr. Johnson, you were a doctor and he could afford it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Johnson was like, I'll skip paying back my student loan this month and <laughs> get some Lilapo." I
2: love this. I love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Dr. Johnson. It's
1: a great scent. It's a great great scent. scent.
2: Yeah. I know that you are just like killing people wherever you are. People are just like snapping their head around being like, who is that? That just passed me.
1: Everyone's going to be all over you. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're like living somewhere where my guess is no one's wearing that scent. Mm -hmm. Only because in New York you smell it. Like I smell it kind of often. Yeah. A lot of the Le Labo sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: But if it's brand new for you, which it clearly is, that means that it's brand new for probably everybody that's around you. And I love this for you. I love being a trendsetter. I love the, giving other people the tools to be trendsetters, which sounds so stupid, but it's just I love my people to win. So you are winning, Dr. Johnson. Me Keep too. Winning.
1: Also, whenever I smell a lilabo Labo scent on someone, I'm like, "Ooh, are they rich or are they like me? And they buy the sample size. <laughs> <laughs> which one is it? I don't know why that was so
2: funny, but it is. Are they rich or are they like me? <laughs> Or they could be like me who just plays rich. I'm not rich. I just like really nice things. So I buy like one very, very nice thing a year and then pretend like I'm Issa Rae. Pretend like I'm
1: that bitch. Hilarious. Anyway, thank you so much for your listener letters.
2: Guys, thank you for your listener letters. Keep sending them in. We love them so much. I love, we just love you. You, The beauty baddies are the greatest fucking community that anybody could ask for. Honestly, honestly,
1: the greatest. I agree. If you would like to write into us, you can DM or email us your listener letters and also your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast, or you can email us at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. You are welcome to follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at Alex Lindley. I don't post much, I do post stories. So you can look in my stories.
2: I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I don't post much either, but I'm here for outfit selfies and interior decor moments.
1: Oh, I do want to say nine times out of 10 when I post on my Instagram story, I'm drinking. So sometimes things are a little weird. I think
2: I just like how much you like let people know what to and what to not expect from your Instagram.
1: Cuz like don't get too excited. Oh, I like this girl. Let me follow her for some content. <laughs>
2: That's so great. Um, so I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You can make an in-person or virtual appointment with me, Elizabeth, at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com if you want to hang with me, and you can make an in-person appointment with Alex at CheekyBrooklyn.com. And that's it.
1: We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is produced by Beta Wave and Elizabeth Taylor and is mixed by Beta Wave. Follow us on Instagram at TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast, and if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death